there. Welcome to Tell Me Your Business. I'm Kim Anderson from KimAndersonConsulting.com, and I energize everyday entrepreneurs to build successful businesses in the margins of what they value. Today, we are going to be talking about getting unstuck. Um, if you have hit a major roadblock in motivation, um, in completing a project that you've been working on, finding the motivation to start a project that you've been meaning to get to, this episode today is for you. So, the truth is, as a person who definitely deals with ADD, ADHD, whatever that may be, neurodivergent, whatever, I definitely can struggle. But I've actually figured out some things in the past few years um, as I have tried to better understand my brain and how it's wired and how it works. And so I'm helping whether you identify as that or not or deal with similar distractions and things, I'm hoping this episode can give you some insight that hopefully will give you some aha moments um, for yourself. So generally speaking, I think when you're in a state of feeling stuck or I can't get started or, you know, like I'm almost at the point of abandoning this thing, whatever it may be, um, I want to like walk you through some questions that I think are really, really, really important. Um, and I'll put a printable of these, like a link in the show notes to this so that you can just pop over to my website and print this off and kind of keep it around on your desk or on your bulletin board or in your notebook or wherever you keep your stuff. Um, just like as a helpful reminder of like, okay, I have hit a wall of some sort and I need to get through this situation so that I can get some stuff done. So the first thing that I want to ask, the first question is, is the project too big and you need to break it down into more bite-sized pieces. So um, in my membership group, The Treks to Business Success, um, we just did a whole unit on processes and things like that. And one of the big things that I was telling my community members is that sometimes when you're going into goal setting or anything of that, of that nature, what sometimes happens is when we talk about like what we're going to do or what we're going to accomplish, we make our statement or like our goal um to some degree too big and they those goals actually need to be broken down further um and it's the same thing with like a project so if you're planning out a project and if you're a person like me for example and you were to say okay um what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna launch this printable that i made or whatever right so this is your project and you're going through and you're saying okay this is this is what i need to do so i need to create the printable and I need, and then the next item on my list would be write three launch emails. Okay, so right then and there, I have already, based on how my brain works, given myself an opportunity to get stuck just on write three emails. Because the reality is I should break that down into write email one. Or even outline email one, write email one, publish email one, or schedule email one. So each like that one thing that I wrote down should actually be almost nine things because in reality I'm saying I need to outline email one, outline email two, outline email three. I need to, you know, then write email one, write email two, write email three, edit email one, edit email two, because you see those like take that, like make that those things even smaller so that when I sit down to actually do them, I'm crossing something off. I'm feeling accomplished. And so for you guys, like as you start to work on things and you're starting to feel stuck, I would ask you to look at what you've written down as like, this is what I need to do and ask yourself, have I broken this down far enough that my brain can say I can do this in like one basic action? Okay, so this was I don't even remember where I picked this up from, 
But um, I remember reading something one time that was like helpful hints or whatever. And that, that concept stood out to me so much because they were saying that for people who do struggle with focus or whatever, um, whenever you are looking at something, if that project is too big in your brain, your brain shuts down, right? Like your brain will avoid it. And that's kind of what's happening when we get stuck is our brain is kind of going into this avoidance mode. Um, and if you're into like biology and stuff, you know, there's fight, flight, freeze. And so for some of us, it's like our brains go into freeze mode because we don't really know what to do. That project feels overwhelming. We don't feel like we have the time and the moments that we're sitting there. And so the suggestion was that each of your tasks should be one action. So for some of us, we almost have to take those things and, you know, break them down further. I don't want to go too crazy with that, but at least for me, my one action is, okay, write this email. Okay, well, I'm going to write this email based on the outline that I've made already, right? So that's like basically one thing. It's not write three emails, which that statement in and of itself encompasses so many little pieces. Um, so I'm just breaking that down into the little pieces. So next time you get stuck, I want to I want to stop and ask you, have you asked yourself, have I broken this task or this task list down far enough so that I'm not stuck on such a broad action item? Does this action item need to be broken down even smaller? And that has been a huge difference for me, just in general, like me realizing, oh my gosh, I have got to make these things smaller and tighter. Okay, next. Next question is, are you adding needless extra steps that slow you down? Okay, so on the opposite spectrum, um, <clears throat> I think some people for the sake of like organization or whatever, they have a way, you know, that they, they do things. So, so one big thing that I run into with my coaching clients often in this arena is that they'll say like, well, this is the way that I'm doing this, right? So I'll give you an example. It might be like, okay, I'm going to write a blog post. And so they start with, they outline the post and then they write that post in a Word document. And then they have to like copy and paste that into the um, Gutenberg WordPress, you know, editor or whatever, where you publish your posts. Um, and like, honestly, for me, <laughs> I... I know the reason why people write them first in a Google Doc is because like you can save them there, right? Like if you're in the middle of straight writing in WordPress, like if something happens or something glitches, you could lose all your work. Um, but at the same time, like I have found over the years that by adding that extra step of like, oh, I'm going to write these in a Word document, it's it, like it's another place that I get stuck. It's easier for me just to go straight into WordPress and write that article straight into the into the Gutenberg um, editor, into the post versus starting on a, you know, an extra piece of paper. And that may work for some people and not for others, but I just want to throw that out there to say like, this is an example of maybe you've been adding more steps than are really necessary. And like, if you would just eliminate some extra thing that you've been adding to something and just go straight into like an editor or something, it might be easier. Like for example, like when I make this podcast, I try to edit the podcast as I go. So instead of recording the whole podcast and then having the job of going back and editing it, if I screw up while I'm talking, I just stop, undo it, fix it and move on. Because then when I get done with the episode, I can feel fairly confident that I've gotten out most of the things that I didn't want, you know, in there, or if I've jumbled my words or had a hard time or whatever, it's gone. And so that takes one less step for me to get the actual podcast out there. And I can tell you that there's been multiple situations in the past, like where I, I've been trying to do things, um, you know, to like 
take a piece of content and diversify it, for example. But sometimes those steps, like those extra steps, like even if I were to take like a podcast and turn it into something else, like the consistency of adding those extra steps is so much work that it makes it almost like a speed bump for me. And something that I was thinking about even this morning, like when I was driving into my office space was um, like the whole social media thing. Like I have always loved doing live social media things because to me, like generally speaking, when I do live things, all I have to do is drop down and drop down an outline and then I talk and it's organic and it's natural and all these things. But every single time I try to pre-record something and like edit something, all those steps make it harder and harder and harder for me to get those things out. Um, because inevitably when I'm doing something like video editing, there's always something like it's taking forever to download whatever. And my brain moves so fast that there are times when I just like, you know, like sometimes I forget I'm even working on something because I, my brain's already moved on to something else. And so these are the things that I'm learning for myself is like, for me, what is best for me and how my brain works is to do live videos. Like, and to try to pre-record things most of the time is going to be the thing that keeps me from actually putting the content out. So if that's you, this is something to evaluate for yourself. Like when you're feeling stuck or you're feeling like, I don't know that I can do this, or you're feeling frustration, ask yourself if you've added a bunch of unnecessary things, a bunch of unnecessary steps to the process of getting that thing done or getting it out or getting it produced or getting it put in the world, if that makes sense. And I know for people who are more type A, like you're listening to this and you're like, well, these steps matter. And for you, they do. But there's people like me who these steps are a huge hindrance. For you, those steps are hard because you're trying to perfect them. And if they're not perfect, then you can't put them out. So that's where your challenge is going to come from, is for you to be able to get over the hump of this isn't perfect. I could put this out imperfect. And for people who are already like, I don't care if it's imperfect, our thing is like trying not to be too type A about things and just being able to flow with what we're doing and get it out as quickly and easily as possible so we have less steps to go through to actually make something happen. Okay. Next step, next question is, are you trying to do it someone else's way? So this is a big one. And this is one that I've definitely found relevant in working a lot with my husband because we have very different communication styles and we have very different wirings. Like he is type A, um, I am not. <laughs> You know, like there's all these different aspects of our communication and our working together. And there are times when, like, I found myself in working with him, either with brewery things or whatever, business things, where there, it's communicated the way that I should do something, but it's not the way that I would organically do that thing. And to be honest with you, every time that I say to myself, okay, I'm just going to do it the way that they want me to do it or he wants me to do it or whatever... It takes me 10 times longer. Um, I'm, I'm feeling stressed out. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling disheveled. And that all comes down to like me being able to be confident enough to say, I understand the task. I understand what you want me to do, but I need to do it this way so that it actually gets done, <laughs> right? Because we have to know those things about ourselves. We have to know like, if you give me 25 steps to do this, but I know that I can do it in five, if I do it my way, then I have to do it that way or else it's just not going to get done. And if it does get done, it's going to be a mess. So um, I have learned that about myself. And so these are questions I want you to ask yourself if you're feeling stuck. Like, has someone like, are you trying to do this somebody else's way? And it may not be like 
somebody's giving you instructions, it could just be that you've learned something recently, right? Like, like a lot of times when I take courses, they're presented in a way like this is how you should do this. But every single time I have to take that process or that method and edit it to work for how I work. Um, and so there's been lots of times when a lot of my like type A friends will be like, Kim, you just do it. Just do it exactly how it is. And I'm like, I can't do that. <laughs> right. And it's not because I'm rebellious. It's because the way that it's laid out would be so like monumental for my brain to try to do that if I don't edit it in a way that makes sense to my brain, I'm just not going to do it. And so I give you permission if you're listening to this. If you get into a situation where you're just trying to implement and you're trying to take action, but it's so hard because you're desperately trying to do it the way somebody else does it, but it's not the way you're wired to do it, just do it the way you're wired. Like just edit it. Just make your own checklist or, you know, put it in your own system for how you do it and be okay with that because you know that you're going to get it done. And ultimately, if you're working on a project with somebody else and they don't like it, then you can just say, hey, like I did it this way and like you can go in and you can fix it and edit it and add anything you want after the fact, right? Like you have the ability to look at another person and be like, you're an autonomous human and you have the ability to do this your way as well. So <laughs> if you don't like my way, then do it your way. No problem. No problem at all. Um, the next question that I have for you is, are you doing it for the wrong reasons? Like... You don't know how to say no. Okay, this is another big one. So if you're feeling stuck, sometimes it's because we've taken on projects or tasks or new things because at the time we thought, oh, that would be fun or I could probably pull that off or I'm going to help a friend out or whatever. But in the end, what happens is we don't get it done. It really speed bumps us quite a bit and we really end up feeling resentful about it, right? Because we're realizing like, oh, I committed to this thing. I don't really want to do this thing. I don't really have the energy for it. It's it's not a high return on my investment or my time. I just want to do this, help this person out. But now this has turned into a massive thing that is so hard. And interestingly enough, like I, I definitely realized this was a thing about a year and a half ago because I love making podcasts. I love putting out podcasts, but I was doing kind of a partnership thing with somebody else um, to help them out. And through that journey of trying to like help somebody out with something, um, it added about 15 new steps to the process of podcast production. And it was so much so that it like shut me down. Like it made it difficult for me to record. It made it difficult for me because I went from doing what I normally do, which is easy and is minimal steps to adding, like I said, like 10 or 15 extra new steps to the process that I had nailed down. And just that additional steps really made it difficult for me to put podcasts out. <laughs> like, I was like, why did I do this? Like, why have I done this like this? And then instead of like saying, oh, hey, like, you know, this whole thing is 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 more work than I was anticipating. I just kind of like, disappeared <laughs> like it just stopped for a minute and that's that's the truth like and so those are the things that I recognize about myself like I can't I can't start taking on extra steps to things that I know that I'm already doing well and I've got my systems and my processes down for and like I love to help people out but at the end of the day like I gotta help my own self out right <laughs> so those are other things to think about and um okay so the next question to ask yourself if you're feeling stuck is 
do you lack some kind of knowledge that you need to finish this thing, right? So in some cases, you're heading into a project, you're so excited to finish it, but in reality, you get to a point and you get stuck because you don't actually understand some component or you don't know how something works. And I can remember one of my biggest speed bumps early on um, when I started trying to like learn how to do like online sales and stuff was just the overwhelming lack of knowledge around like sales taxes and things, right? So like, I think that's one thing that I think hinders a lot of people from breaking into product creation and things like that is because you're just like, there are so many weird things around taxes and online sales and all this stuff. Like it's so incredibly overwhelming, but in reality, like once I gained knowledge and better understood all of that and kind of dug into it and asked, you know, other business professionals, like how is this handled and asked CPAs and all that kind of stuff. And I got clarity on it. I was good to go, but it took me a while like to get over that hurdle. Um, so I just encourage you guys, like if there's something that's keeping you from making movement, figure out what is the fastest way for you to learn that thing. And for some of you, you may say, I don't really have the time to learn that thing. And that's when you need to hand it off to somebody else, right? So that's when you need to get like a virtual assistant or you need to hire a contractor who knows what they're doing or something along those lines, because you just don't have the time or capacity to actually learn that new skill. Um, so those are questions to ask yourself. Like, are you stuck because you need to hand this off to somebody else? Are you stuck because you need to learn something really quick? And if you do need to learn it really quick, like what is the most efficient way to learn it? And the other question is like, what is your best way of learning, right? So I think there are times when um, I have opted to learn through like an online course, when in reality, what I actually needed was like a physical book, because in some cases, the physical book is something I can access quickly. It's, you know what I mean? Like it's tangible, it's around. Um, I'm a visual person, so sometimes a physical book does make a difference. Sometimes I need an online course because I need somebody to show me how to do something, right? Um, so it just depends. So as you're tackling a project where you feel stuck, ask yourself, are you learning this in the most efficient way for you to learn it? Um, like, do you need to be listening to audio of how to do this while you're doing a bunch of other stuff? Like, these are all questions you want to ask yourself and answer and be authentic about it because that will make all the difference in whether you actually finish or don't finish or get the knowledge you need or are able to hand it off to somebody who can help you. And last, last question to ask yourself when you're feeling stuck is, do you have decision fatigue? And this happens, I think, to a lot of people, especially if you're a person who gets like easily overstimulated with like home and work and kids and life and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I think some of us get stuck in general just because we are making so many decisions all the time that it can be very difficult to make decisions for our businesses or for the projects that we're working on because we're just tired. And sometimes we're like, I don't care, <laughs> right? I can't make one more decision. And this happens a lot to me. Um, like I, when I get into a mode of like where I know I have significant decision fatigue, sometimes I just have to be very direct with people. Like and I feel bad sometimes because sometimes it'll be like a family member or whatever, but like somebody will be asking me to make some sort of decision in my brain. I'm like, this decision is not important. Like this is not a high stakes decision. And I don't really want to think about that at this moment because it's stressful. Um, but it's something that somebody else could decide on my behalf and it wouldn't be that big of a deal either way. Um, and this is something interesting. Like I once read about like presidents, right? Uh, they have like staff obviously, but they, ha they basically have people who like make 
all the small decisions for them so that they can keep all of their energy towards big decisions. So like they don't have to pick out their clothes every day and they don't have to, you know, pick out what they're going to eat every day or whatever. I mean, I'm sure they have the flexibility to do that, but I'm just saying like for the most part, they have a team of people that are trying to keep them from having to make tons of tiny decisions all the time so that when it comes time to make like a real decision, they're not fatigued, like they're ready to go. And we may not have that opportunity, but it's just an example of kind of how that works. And so I think if you are feeling stuck, take a step back and ask yourself, have I had to make a lot of decisions recently? And am I just feeling fatigue about having to make this decision now or you know, take action on this because I'm just so overwhelmed with everything else in life? And if that's the case, you may just need to take a break, right? You may need to just take an evening off, like stop making decisions for a little while, like disappear, like go somewhere else, do something else. Um, but those are the things I want you guys to think about this week. So I'll just review those really quick. So if you feel like you're getting stuck, here are the questions to ask yourself. One, is this project too big and do you need to break it down into smaller pieces? Two, are you adding needless extra steps that slow you down? Three, are you trying to do it somebody else's way? Four, are you doing it for the wrong reasons? Five, do you lack some knowledge that you need to finish or do you need to hand this off to somebody else? And six, do you have decision fatigue? So. I want you to think about all these things. If you find yourself in any of these positions, then like I said, in each of these little points, like there's small ways to solve that, right? It's to say no. It's to break things down into smaller pieces. It's to remove steps that aren't necessary for what you're actually doing that could be slowing you down. All those things all work together to make you more efficient and help you get unstuck and to get over those things on a more regular basis. So, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Make sure that if you want to keep up with these questions that you look in the show notes for the link to the actual printable that goes with this. If you are a regular listener of this podcast and you find a lot of value in what you get out of this podcast and what you hear that you find encouragement and things like that, um, I would like to invite you to check out my Treks to Business Success membership group because that is a place where um, we can get to know you and we can help you more personally with your business. Um, so I put out these podcasts and hopefully you get encouragement out of it every week. But I also want to be able to equip you through education, through co-working, through um, all these methods of kind of more hands-on support for you and your business and your goals. Um, so I want to invite you guys to join the membership group. It has been revamped and revised. So if you're a person who has a product-based business, a service-based business, or a content-based business, we are there to support you. We have training materials. We have weekly co-working sessions. We have weekly classes. Um, we do a lot and it's all very hands-on. I'm there. I'm engaged. I'm doing the classes. I'm doing the co-working sessions. Um, so it's, it's me. Like if you enjoy my podcast, you feel like I'd be encouraging in your everyday business life, then you should come join our community because you will get support from me and you'll get support from um, a large group of people who are engaged and excited and looking to build their own businesses um, alongside you. So I want to encourage you guys to join. I put a link in the show notes and I hope that you have a great week.